Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. Josh All with you on a loner episode today. This might be more of a microcast than an actual episode of the podcast. Just want to hit real quick on a few things about Deshaun Watson. We mentioned it in the episode we did the other night when I was on with Justin Charles and Derek Frisbee. We wanted to do a segment on Deshaun Watson and his history, his childhood growing up, everything that he's been explaining to his teammates at training camp. And it's a it's a very interesting story. It's it's a lot of stuff that I, I didn't know until I looked it up and read through it, watched video. I've got clips of stuff. We're going to talk about it. Very interesting. So I want to do that now. I just want to go through all that. I think it's good information that I just didn't want to let slip by the wayside. And also, I think it's important that we discuss real quick the Justin Herbert contract that just got, got he just signed with the Los Angeles Chargers and where this kind of puts the quarterbacks right now in the league in terms of where Deshaun Watson is because still to this day, you're going to hear people talk about how bad the contract is that the Browns gave to Deshaun Watson. And in the grand scheme of things, it really isn't. So we've harped on this before and I guess we're going to harp on it again. So before I dive into everything, please check us out on Twitter or X, (laughs) Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, threads, everywhere on social media. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, the video subscribe to the channel we we're trying to get to 7000 subscribers by the really by the start of training camp was the goal and if we can do it before the hall of fame game next week that would be awesome by the way we will be up at hall of fame weekend we are going to be attending the gold jacket dinner on friday night we will be at the parade saturday morning we will be at enshrinement on saturday afternoon it's going to be a ton of fun we're going to be putting a whole bunch of content together from Hall of Fame weekend. That'll be available for you guys probably Sunday, Monday, next week. So stay tuned. Hit the notification bell. You don't want to miss any of that awesome stuff. Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers have agreed on a five-year, $262.5 million extension. This contract is bigger than the one Lamar Jackson just got paid. It makes Justin Herbert now, and this is what the third quarterback this season or off season that has been the highest paid, highest paid, highest paid. He's now the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. Okay, or highest paid player. Um, he has two hundred eighteen point seven million dollars in guarantees in this new deal. Now, when I saw that number, because when I look at these contracts, whenever you see these deals come through, I don't really care about the number, I, the, the overall what it's worth, because everybody that wants to bash Deshaun Watson or bash the Browns for what they gave him will go immediately to the guaranteed money. $230, the entire contract was guaranteed. Well, let's see, Justin Herbert got 218, almost two, let's just round it up, say $220 million in guarantees in this new deal. That's just $10 million shy of what the Browns guaranteed Deshaun Watson. And let's compare these two players a little bit before I go you know, further into these quarterback contracts. I one of the arguments against that I hear again, you know, from Deshaun Watson haters is he doesn't have a very good playoff record. He's only won one playoff game. Um, he's like a 500 quarterback in his career, blah, blah, blah. So if you were not going to pay or if you weren't willing to pay a quarterback 
who only was slightly above 500 for his career or only had one playoff win, guess who would not have a huge contract right now and be the highest paid player in NFL history? Justin Herbert. If, if that's the logic, then the Chargers are absolute idiot morons for signing Justin Herbert at all especially to this type of a contract. But while I think that most people would go ahead and and agree that extending Justin Herbert is definitely the right move for the Chargers, he is their long-term answer at quarterback. He is their franchise quarterback. He is the face of their franchise. So they extended him. Makes sense. Not a surprise. We all knew this was coming. And yet people want to hate on Deshaun Watson for his career record, for his career playoff record and all that kind of stuff. Well, look what Justin Herbert just got paid. So for his career, Deshaun Watson is 31 and 28. That puts him at 52.5 win percentage, okay? Now, what about Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert is 25 and 24 in his career. That puts him at 51%. So both of these quarterbacks are just barely over 50% win percentage for their career. They're just a little over 500. The difference is Justin Herbert's only ever played in one career playoff game. Deshaun Watson's played in three. He has a one and two record. Justin Herbert lost his only game. If, if, if we're doing the thing where people are, are saying Justin Herbert lost a game, no, the, the Los Angeles Chargers lost that game. So I think just to go back on something I've talked about before, we got to quit putting uh, wins and losses solely on quarterbacks or on individual players. Because it's just, this is this is the most team sport. Football is the most team sport. You have 11 players on the field, and if any one of those 11 doesn't do his job on a given play, most likely that play is going to be a bust. It just is. It's the way it works. You have to work as a team more so than any sport. Now, of course, quarterback, yes, it's the most important position in all of sports, but at the same time, you're only as good as what your team can do around you. So... You look at Justin Herbert, and I mean, if you're like me, you say, that's a great quarterback. That's one of the best in the league, and he got paid like it. Now, does he have one of the best career records in the league? No. No, he doesn't, but neither does Deshaun Watson. Neither do a lot of these quarterbacks, but the thing is, it's not the quarterback-only record. It's not, you know, Justin Herbert is 25 and 24, and the Chargers have some different record. The Los Angeles Chargers are 25 and 24. So talking about these contracts, Deshaun Watson, where does it all, you know, fit into all of this? So if we look at just the average um, uh, uh, amount that these quarterbacks are, the average earnings per year, Justin Herbert is now number one. Okay, when we started talking about this, Deshaun Watson was number six coming in after the Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts contracts. So now it's Herbert, Jackson, Hertz, Rogers, Wilson, Murray, Deshaun, and then Patrick Mahomes. So Deshaun Watson is now seventh, the seventh highest paid quarterback in the league based on annual earnings. And Joe Burrow is about to get his contract now that Justin Herbert's been signed. Those were the two everybody's been watching this offseason. And he's going to get paid next. He will be the next highest paid player in NFL franchise or NFL history, blah, blah, blah. And that's probably going to come here soon. And that will push Deshaun Watson down to eight already. So he's already the back end of the top 10 highest paid quarterbacks in the league. So I, I bring all that up just to talk about why it's so important for a team to have 
a, a top quarterback talent. I mean, if you look at these guys in this top 10, we're not looking at perennial playoff, you know, uh, winning teams here or Super Bowl champions. Justin Herbert, like I said, at the top, just one playoff appearance in his career, no wins. Lamar Jackson's only won a playoff, one playoff game in his career. Now, Jalen Hurts got his team to the Super Bowl last year. He led his team, so that's great. Uh, but that was just last season, one time. Aaron Rodgers, his career is you know documented. We know what he's done throughout his career. Russell Wilson, okay, we understand, but now he's with the Broncos. Uh, they didn't do anything last season. Kyler Murray, where are his playoff wins? Uh, of course, we got Deshaun Watson. Then, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a different story. He's the best quarterback in the league. I don't think anybody can make that, you know, argue against that. And then after him is Josh Allen. Uh, you know, he hasn't done anything as far as Super Bowl appearances or anything like that. And then you've got Dak, Stafford, and Daniel Jones. And they said that the gap between Deshaun Watson and Daniel Jones is much closer than the gap between Deshaun Watson and now Justin Herbert. So Justin Herbert got a big contract. These quarterback contracts are continuing to just outdo the the one before it. Joe, Joe Burrow's contract is going to outdo Justin Herbert's. And it just makes Andrew Barry look more and more like a genius for signing Deshaun Watson the way he did last season to get him in here, to lock him up for five years on that contract. And now he's already the eighth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, summer's in full swing and you know what that means. Temperatures are hot, grills are hot, and the deals are even hotter at Omaha Steaks. Right now, get the hotter than fire package at omahasteaks.com. America's original butcher is heating up the summer with blazing hot deals on mouthwatering grilling favorites guaranteed to tantalize your taste buds. Go to omahasteaks.com right now Enter code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar, and for a limited time, you can score 32 delicious grilling essentials, including 12 free burgers from Omaha Steaks for just $99.99. You'll get four of their world-famous fork tender filet mignons, four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four boneless pork chops, four gourmet jumbo franks, and so much more for 62% off the regular price. The Hotter Than Fire Pack is your chance to score unreal savings on unrivaled quality from America's original butcher. Right now, go to omahasteaks.com, use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, in the search bar to order today. This exclusive offer is only available for a limited time. You're not going to want to miss this. Get your grilling essentials now for the rest of your summer barbecues. Hurry over to omahasteaks.com, code DOGS, in the search bar, hotter than fire pack. Get all 32 grilling items for just $99.99. That includes your 12 free burgers. Remember, omahasteaks.com, code DOGS, in the search bar. Okay, so let's move on to the stuff about Deshaun Watson that I wanted to talk about on the previous episode of the show. The Browns, like we talked about, are in the Greenbrier uh, in West Virginia to kick off training camp, and it's getting the team together alone, away from all the distractions, away from the city, away from family, friends, everything, and it's just focusing on the team. Team building, team chemistry, it's a big thing. Kevin, Kevin Stefanski is really really driving this home and i think like we talked about on the last show this is awesome this is a great approach to start the season so kevin said that he wants his players to get to know each other on a personal level he wants everybody to understand each other's backgrounds and where they came from you know i, I look at it really for all of our players uh, that have an opportunity to do that is is really 
uh, just letting your teammates know you from a different angle. We don't often sit down and, and, and okay, where, where are you from? What do you do? What, what are you about? Who are the people that have made a, a meaningful impact in your life? So it's just an opportunity for our guys to, to slow down and do that. And Deshaun, as a leader of the football team, I think it, it's important for everybody to know uh, kind of where he is and what's on his mind. So stemming from that, Deshaun Watson was then asked about, you know, what he talked to his teammates about, what he told them. What did his teammates learn about their uh, quarterback, about their leader? And here's what Deshaun had to say about that. Uh, you know, games with Georgia, they could team has to swear, but essentially their partner was, you know, that the type of situation of, you know, when I was a young kid, I didn't think of the NFL. I didn't know I was going to make it out of high school. You know, my mom being sick and having tongue cancer and not being able to eat solid food over again. You know, not having a father figure in my life ever. Cause I was 27 years understanding four times, you know, and, you know, different stuff like that is this is big that people don't really get to hear about. You know, especially when I see you as being, you know, the media directing and narrating some, some, something else, uh, you know, it's, it's been kind of overshadowed. So having an opportunity to tell that story in front of those guys with their teammates in their eyes and be able to touch them and let them know how, you know, why I am who I am. You know, this is definitely about. Okay, so I will say the audio in that one's a little bit distorted. It's a little tough to hear. I tried to doctor it up the best I could. Uh, just in that environment where he was being asked that question, I think there's a lot of wind going on. The microphone seemed to be a little bit away from him. Uh, the original audio is really rough. It's really hard to hear exactly what he's saying. But here's kind of, you know, the the gist of it. Um, when, when Deshaun Watson was growing up, when he was a kid, uh, he grew up with a single mom. And three siblings, so there were four kids to the single mom. Uh, he was the second oldest. He had an older brother named Derek, and they lived in government housing. And he said there were, you know, seven people to a two-bedroom apartment. So not a lot of space, and everybody. It was just it was tight quarters, and just wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the greatest area, that kind of thing. Um, and when he was nine years old, he just happened to bring home a, a Habitat for Humanity flyer, and his mom decided to give it a try. So she, she uh, volunteered. She registered for you know Habitat for Humanity. She volunteered over 200 hours of community service so that her family could eventually have their own home built. And they were selected to have their home built. And it was actually uh, former running back for the Atlanta Falcons, Warwick Dunn. Some of you guys out there might remember watching him play. I do. Uh, he was actually the one who got to present the Watson family with the keys to their new four-bedroom, two-bathroom home. Nice ranch-style home um, that you know Deshaun Watson's mom worked very hard to be able to to have the opportunity to provide for her for her children. And he said that that moment in his life changed him forever. That's what gave him the motivation to to work hard for his dreams because he saw what his mom was able to do, what she was able to, you know achieve through hard work and, and dedication and he realized that his dreams were not unattainable he just needed to work hard and he could have the dreams that he wanted to have unfortunately his mom was uh, diagnosed with stage five tongue cancer when deshaun was a sophomore in high school so while he was trying to focus on you know school and sports and all that stuff he was also working four jobs to help his brother Derek support their two younger siblings while their mom was sick and trying to go through treatment. Deshaun, he, he worked as a ball boy for the Atlanta Falcons. He also worked as a tax assessor, an accountant assistant, 
and a real estate assistant. So he's he definitely got his experience in, in a bunch of different avenues whenever he was still in high school. His mom was getting treatment in Atlanta, which was about 50 miles away from their home. And she was strict, strict about it. She would not let her kids see her during treatments. She, she did not want her kids to see her like that. And we've, I've heard stories like that from plenty of people. That's not uncommon. So that was just a tough situation for the family. Uh, she eventually had her tongue surgically removed and reconstructed. And she survived that bout or that that battle with cancer so that's wonderful that was great and uh you know you you kind of heard Deshaun in that interview he he said he's only met his father four times throughout his life without his mom he said he never would have made it to the nfl she was a true inspiration to him growing up so when Deshaun watson was at clemson he actually led his teammates on a habitat for humanity project and then after he joined the Houston or was drafted by the Houston Texans, it was 2019. He partnered with an online home remodeling platform called House H O U Z Z House, and he wanted to surprise his mom with a renovation of that home in Georgia that she worked all those hours and, and did all that volunteer work in order to provide for her children. So uh, I found the video on YouTube. I'll put a link to it down in the description. But here's just a quick kind of clip recap uh, from the final production of that, of that show. I was born and raised in Gainesville, Georgia. I grew up with pretty much nothing in the hood, the ghetto, whatever you want to call it. It was maybe a two bedroom, a government apartment with seven people in there. So it wasn't, it wasn't too much space. And then one day I went to a Halloween church function and brought some candy home. And uh, it was this card in there. It was a Habitat card. And it was just saying, hey, you know, if you want to register for a house, you have to fill out this information. My mom had to do like 200 hours of community service, take classes. Kids have to be in school, have good grades. She has to work. Her credit has to be good. And that's what my mom did. She said, I don't have nothing to lose. So a year and a half later, you know, she was blessed to be able to get picked for the Habitat for Humanity home. Me and my mom's relationship is very close. She is my rock, my hero. She always was there and, you know, giving 100% each and every day to try to be the best she can to help her kids, you know, be successful. Now I want to give back to my mom and renovate her house. She deserves it from all the things that she always dreamed about and, and dreamed that she wanted in a home. Uh, hope you like everything. Uh, wanted to surprise you. Everything you've done since I was a little kid, uh, being a sing single parent, you deserve all this and um, you should have the best. Thank you. You ready? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> you got your eyes closed? Mm -hmm. You can pick a little bit. You missed up, you got it, you ain't gonna try. Can you close down, T? All right, one, two, three. Look at It's so And then the TV and the wall. I love my fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. Being a son and being able to, you know, take care of your mom and help her out, I feel good. 
I love you, Mom. You deserve it all. And um, enjoy it. So like I said, if you want to see the full video, it's like 25 minutes or so. It's like a full episode of this show uh, for when Deshaun Watson helped renovate his mom's home in Georgia. So I just thought that was a really cool story. I thought that the the background information on Deshaun Watson, the the growing up, the history, the childhood, all that stuff, it just it was a, a lot of information I didn't know. I had never heard any of that before. I'd never really gone searching to see, well, you know, what was life like for Deshaun growing up, but that's what I learned. That's what I found out. And that's the type of thing that Kevin Stefanski is trying to get his players to share with each other. He wants his team to be close. He wants his team to understand you know, each other on a much deeper, more personal level. Because when you're going out there and you're playing football, I played football in high school and everything. I know a lot of you guys watching played football, You know, probably even beyond that or, or whatever. But it is such a brutal sport. I mean, it really is. You're going to battle. It's so physical. The emotions run high. And if you don't work together, I mean, having that chemistry with the people beside you just makes you fight that much harder for those guys. And I just think what Kevin's doing with this team, what guys like Deshaun are sharing with their teammates to help everybody know them better, I just think it's a, it's a brilliant idea. Um, and I couldn't be happier to see it happening right now for the Browns. So that's it. That's the Deshaun Watson segment that I wanted to do on the last show. We ran out of time. It was going to be a longer conversation anyway than what I had originally planned for. So glad I was able to do it here. Hope you found value in it. And the last thing I want to say before I wrap this up is if you're still worried, if you're still concerned at all about what you saw last season in those six games with Deshaun Watson, I'm telling you guys, don't. Don't be worried about it. Don't be afraid. Don't be concerned. Deshaun Watson has never been bad at football. He was great at football in high school, great at football in college, and great immediately at football in the NFL. He did not suddenly forget how to play football. Last year, we've detailed, and I myself have detailed, the context of what took place last year and why his performance on the field was the way it was. If you don't care about the context, if you just look at the way he played last year and say he sucks, okay, fine. Roll into the season with that attitude. You're going to be very pleasantly surprised when you see how Deshaun Watson looks on the field in 2023. So for everybody else who's on board, who knows, who remembers, who realizes just how good this guy is at playing football, just stay excited. Stay excited. There's there's no reason to be a Browns fan, especially this offseason with everything the team has done, with, with the coaching additions, with the free agent signings, with the draft picks, with... You know, we have Deshaun Watson. We got Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb's going to have the best season of his career. It's going to be historical. That's that's my belief. It. I'm not crowning anybody anything. We say that all the time, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to be excited. You're allowed to be excited. If you want to fan hard for this team, then freaking fan hard, guys, because it's here. This We've gone through years, decades of suckage, of ass from this team. So if you're not going to let yourself get excited when the times say, go ahead and get excited, then what's the point in doing this? Why be a fan? Cautiously optimistic, but you can still be excited. I love what this team is doing, and I'm super pumped to continue bringing content. We got a lot of stuff planned coming up. This season's going to be awesome, and it's going to be here before you know it. Next week is August. I can't believe that. Insane. Love you guys. Appreciate everybody tuning in. We do this for you, we do this because of you, and we're gonna keep doing it because you guys are the best fans in the world of sports. 
So until I talk to you guys again, let's go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.